Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I just want to talk to you tonight, and if I had to title this, it would be, It's Time. It's Time. It is Time. It is time for the body of Christ to rise up and to be the body of Christ and to receive the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to do the things that we have been called to do. We know that one of the things that we are to do is to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. Do you know what that means? That sounds kind of foreign to, you know, just normal way of thinking, but to stand in the gap and make up the hedge, it, it, it's like a fence or a wall, if you will. And the stones may be out of the wall or the hedge that is built. There are pieces and parts of it that are have been torn down. They're, they're not in place and they're not fortifying uh, the area. And that's what God has called us to do. He's called us to do that in life. We are salt and we are light. Wherever we are, wherever we find ourselves, and wherever we may be involved in life, we are salt and we are light. And we know that salt is a preserving force, isn't it? It's a preserving force. You know, if you, if you take meat and you salt it, it preserves the meat, and makes it, um, you know, be able to last for a, a good period of time. You know, it, it, uh, it's a protector. And so salt, what we are to the earth, the earth would be destroyed like that if it weren't for the salt Amen. of God's people that are in the earth. Amen. So if you uh, are in Ephesians 5, uh, and we're going to look at verse number 14 and just talk about a few things that, uh, that really stood out to me in this chapter. Verse number 14, wherefore he says, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give you light. Now it is possible to be a Christian and to be asleep. We can live in this world and we go about our daily routines and take care of all of our needs of our family. And is there anything wrong with that? Of course not. But that, you know, you've got to be alert and you've got to realize what's going on in the earth and you've got to be engaged. And the first place of engagement needs to be in your prayer life, that you're lifting up things before the Lord. You know, when you listen to the news and you see, uh, you know, what's going on in the nation, you know, as I look around and I, I see the violence and the killings and shootings and all of that, well, we can just shake our head and say, Oh my, what can we do? What can we do? We can't do anything. Yes, you can. You can make a difference because you're the salt, you're the light, and it's time to wake up from sleep. It's time to be about the Father's business, and it's time to pray. Awake, oh sleeper. We don't need to be sleeping in the day that we're living in. There, Jesus is coming soon, and people are acting like it's not the way it is. 
It's just another day. No, it isn't. We're closer than we've ever been before, and you better be ready, and you better not be playing around with your spiritual life, with the Word of God, with prayer, with church, with being a living witness for Jesus. We better be awake and alert. So he says, awake thou that sleepest. Well, to wake up, it means that you arouse yourself from inactivity. And like I said, we can just be going about life and taking care of number one and not considering and not looking at anything else. But that is not what God has called the body of Christ. We're to be engaged, not inactive. We're to be engaged. We're to be engaged in life and where we see the injustices and where we see the sin and corruption and perversion. We're to be there to be God's representative to make a difference, to shine the light, to maybe show, allow for the darkness to be seen for what it is. Darkness is on the face of the earth. So we have to awake ourselves. We have to arouse ourselves from inactivity. And I tell you, a, a good way to do it is be in a group like this. That's a good way to arouse yourself from inactivity is to be in a place like this with people who are concerned about prayer. You know, Eddie and I have said it many times. You can call a prayer meeting, and if you have a room full of people that really don't care and they just come out of obligation, you don't get anything done. But if you get people who are interested in what God is interested in and they're not spiritually sleeping, it is amazing what can be accomplished. We, we've been talking about, he and I, uh, back and forth about how all of this that we've been doing, we have seen some major breakthroughs. We have. And uh, good things are happening. But we're not ready for that to stop, are we? So he says, awake, awake from inactivity and sleep. And be, uh, when it talks about sleeping, it's talking about insen in, being insensitive spiritually, indifferent to spiritual things. Oh, yeah, they've been saying that for a long time. Jesus is coming. I've heard that. Yeah, I have too. But there are more signs now than there ever have been before, and we're closer than we ever have been. So don't start discounting it now. Don't start discounting it now. So we've, we've got to be sensitive spiritually, not insensitive, but sensitive. And we can't be indifferent. We've got to be uh, concerned about what concerns God's heart. Amen. That's who we are. We connect into Him. We connect into what He cares about. We connect in uh, to what He wants to accomplish in the earth. And He can use us to bring about His will in the earth. Amen. All right, and he says uh, here in verse, verse 14, wherefore he saith, awake 
Thou that sleeps, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. In other words, when you shake yourself out of this sluggish, spiritual sluggishness and indifference, then that is when light is going to come. Now, light will come to you personally. I really believe that. As you pray and seek God, I believe God will give light into your life. But I believe it's also that in the world, in our city, in our church, that light will come. Revelation a revealing, if you will, will come when people, the people of God, pray. All right, and then let's look at 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. You've got to have wisdom to walk in this world. You've got to know when to move and when not to. You've got to know when to speak and when not to. And if you listen to the greater one that lives on the inside of you, you'll get that. Just today, I mean, I'm going about, and I hear the voice of God just speaking so clearly to me. Yes, Lord, I hear that, and I won't do that, and I won't say that. <laughs> That's God today. He's speaking. Amen. The thing of it is, are we listening? Verse number 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil, and that's really where I want to zero in on this. Now, when it talks about redeeming the time, that has to do, this word time has to do with right time for action. When you redeem your time, you know the right time to take action. And then it also means the right moment. God has given opportunities and right moments for us to do things for Him for us to take the kingdom of God and go forward, for us to see the spirits of darkness and perversion and evil that are in this world. And we are up as a light and we see the opportunities and the times that God gives us to redeem people and situations. So very important, so very important. Redeeming the time, taking the opportunities when God gives them to you because he said the days are evil. If they were evil in those days, what do you think we're in right now? We're in the evil of evils. We're in the perverse of perversion. I mean, we're living in it right now. Does, do, I don't know. Sometimes I think I might be weird. I don't know. But do things like that, does it grieve you? Oh, that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Television, that's just the way it is. It grieves my heart when I see it because I know it grieves the heart of God. Redeem the time because the days are evil. And what you see today, you ain't seen nothing yet to what's coming if Jesus does not come back and get us out of this mess. Even people in the body of Christ live like the world. How long, you'll, you'll, how long you will still stay connected to Christ living like that, I don't think, I don't think you will indefinitely. I think you're, you'll be that magnetism of the world that you're flirting around with will pull you right back into that flow. You better run from that. You better run from that. Do you hear me? You don't, you don't play around with it. You don't play around with it. So we have to redeem our time and know when we have the right time to act 
in the moment that God wants us to move. We have to be aware of that, and we have to move forward on it. So time, timing is important in the kingdom of God. First Chronicles 12, 32, we don't have time to turn there, but it says, of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. These men of Issachar were to seize opportunities to have a wise plan of action and a sensitive, strategic plan. The men of Issachar. Well, how, if, the, if the men of Issachar were to be men of understanding, we need to be men and women of understanding. And we, we need to know the time we're living in, and we need to know how to move forward, how to take action, and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit in doing that. Amen? So we, that's really all I'm going to say here tonight because I want to spend some time praying. But we, we've got to know the time we're living in and take opportunities that God gives us. Let, listen to this. This really blessed me when I read it. This um, is a quote from Edward Hansen. And he said, when the first breath of revival touches the heart of the church, men instantly spring up as if awakened from a deep trance. They break the chains of lethargy. They wash off the odor of spiritual deadness and joyfully return to simplicity of worship and sincerity of life. Isn't that great? That, I mean, when I read that, it's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what needs to happen in the body of Christ for sure. Amen. When you face tough situations, do not give up. God is with you. Bad things can happen to good people, and we do not always understand why. In her new book, Overcoming in Difficult Times, Pastor Nora King brings understanding about how to overcome some of life's most difficult circumstances. Through her own experiences and biblical insight, Pastor Nora shares how to find help in troubled times through God's Word and holding tight to His promises. To get Pastor Nora King's latest book for $12, visit us at poweroftheword.com or call us at 800-956-4433. You are not alone in your struggles. God is with you and He will help you overcome. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.